Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. Wherever you are, yep, I almost forgot the line. Welcome <laughs> to another episode of Sheologians. We're here today to put the she in emotional. Always. Always. We're just <laughs> embracing this. Just em- We're getting very straightforward. Emotional. There's no way to do that. My name is Summer Yeager. I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Joy. And Joy, um, do, you remember when I, do you remember when I started homeschooling? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you remember how much fun I had with it? I don't know if fun was the word that I that came to mind. Okay, well I just need I need to publicly acknowledge that a lot of you sweet and wonderful listeners have so many questions for me about homeschooling because you're like, Oh, Summer has four kids, Summer homeschools, maybe she knows some things and I want you to know that I don't. I don't know <laughs> some things. I know a little bit of things. Mm-hmm. But I don't know a lot of some things mm-hmm. is how I feel. Yeah. And so anyway. you Incidentally, you have a great homeschool community surrounding you. Yes. So that combined with the things you know. Yes. Is enough. Awesome. I, I feel like I could be helpful in some ways. So anyway, Joy and I are working very hard on creating a place for you guys that is not... That is not dependent on Patreon and that is not dependent on Facebook and where you guys can ask questions like that of us and each other. And I feel like that is going to be the place where I finally talk to you about what I do for homeschool because... Sheologians land. Sheologians land. (laughs) That's the dream. We're building it. Yeah. We're working on it. We're building it. It includes free stickers and bonus content and and a show that we are going to do live and anyway if you want to support that project All kinds of things. you can um join us on patreon for a little bit longer at patreon.com slash sheologians you can donate through the website and we're just going to keep you posted as we go or you can mm-hmm. just go buy a t-shirt yeah that is all ways that you can help make this happen right it is not um it's a project Yes. It will take labor um, that we cannot perform. No. <laughs> no. Because um, while Summer <laughs> knows some things about homeschooling, she knows very little about web design. Nope. And none. myself included in Almost that statement. Um, They're so expensive. In fact, what we do know is just because we have friends that we have know friends. a lot and are very professional and excellent. And we need to hire them yeah. and pay them but, to do and this. And so this is something that we have talked about for a long time. Of course, yep. the writing's kind of on the wall in terms of what people like us who say the things we say, uh, what that looks like, our relationship with um, Facebook and the social medias and certain things and certain monopolizing companies that uh, can make it very hard for you to function. Yep. But so we've had that in our head, but then we also have noticed that um, Sheologians is a pretty cool community. You it's become a cool. community of people yeah. 
that um especially the book clubbers would all like yeah. you may not even realize you want to hang out with other <laughs> other listeners mm-hmm. um but some of our listeners have found out usually through the book club yep that they like hanging out with us they like mm-hmm. hanging out with each other and so we just have it in our head to be in our bonnet we have a bee in our bonnet. I mean, bonnets are very feminine. Yeah. This is a women's show. Yeah. We have bonnets. bonnets. are allowed. I'm wearing <laughs> one right now. <laughs> Hopefully none of you believe that. <laughs> I didn't do my hair today. Uh, yes. Uh, Summer has several bonnets. <laughs> one for each quarter. Yeah. One for each quarter. But yeah. So basically, um, if you would like to support us in our venture yep. to provide a community for mm-hmm. us and you. We would appreciate that and love that. And it would legitimately help us do something that we can't do by ourselves at this current moment. Zero happening. Yep. It's not happening. And anyway, the whole reason I was thinking about that was I was just like, once we have our Sheologians community, maybe I'll talk about this more (laughs) and not waste everybody's time. And But anyway, it is educating your children at home. I've been learning a lot the last, is this my third year? Oh my goodness. No. Fourth. Yeah, I was going to say, it seems like fourth. Well, because how old is Clem? She just turned Oh, eight? she's in second grade. So this is my third. Oh, okay. I'm almost done with my third year. Anyway, gotcha. I, why do I not want to talk about that on the podcast? Because I don't even know where to start. Anyway, <laughs> I do not know where to start. You can leave us a voicemail <laughs> at 470-465-0475. Questions, comments, concerns great accents all of you may apply (laughs) fun facts fun facts tidbits about yourself i don't care um so hey last week we talked about forgiveness and we started talking about how to deal with this emotionally and you also brought up wanting to discuss emotions for a while yeah so i'm the ball's in your court here these are your questions yeah it's hard to this is a topic where you don't want people to misunderstand what you're trying to say. Can I just real quick read you the one one line that I have here? Yeah. That I mm-hmm. here it, it is. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. It's a Greg Bonson quote. Oh, very good. Cannot pretty much can't go wrong. There is this one little thing about the baptizing it's when he your sprinkled children. the babies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But other than that other than that, he's <laughs> on the ball. Um sorry for those of you that agree with him on that point hopefully we haven't been secretive about the fact that we're baptists um but you're welcome still the wide variety of (laughs) listeners that we have never ceases (laughs) to amaze me uh this is my guiding emotional principle christians who live without joy are practical atheists okay that's what i have have a good week (laughs) Goodbye. <laughs> Very good. I've done all my work for the week. <laughs> Put your feet up, kick back. I got nothing relax, to say. And be joyful also, apparently. I am. Can you hear me lis- laughing? That's me. I'm joyful. <laughs> you guys know how everybody's mad at us for all the laughing? <laughs> it's because I'm not an atheist. Right. I have things to laugh about. You should about. not be surprised here. <laughs> anyway. Well, right. so I was going to start out because I think a, the... the we did this with forgiveness and we do this with a lot of things. We say, okay, so what, what is an example of a rightly ordered mm. X, mm-hmm. Y, Z? Mm-hmm. 
and you go, well, how does the Bible say to do it? How does God do this thing? So um, we're talking about emotions today. And Mm -hmm. I just want to be clear Mm -hmm. before we start Mm. about who God is Mm -hmm. emotionally, as it were. Mm. And I just, um, and this gets a little deep and interesting and people have written entire books on this like John Frame yeah, and like, K. Scott Oliphant and where is she going? <laughs> systematic theology books mm-hmm. and attributes of God and all that kind of thing um, but I want it's super important and it's very foundational that I say to you that God does not have emotions like we do um, they are yes. without sin so right there mm-hmm. you cannot understand Mm-hmm. But I also um, mm-hmm. want to mention that God... Are we talking about divine impassibility today? <laughs> the, I know. I know. I know. I know. We're not... I decided specifically not to talk about divine impassibility with those specific words because I'm just okay. going to give some general principles here. Okay. So God doesn't react the way that we do. Mm-hmm. So God created everything and he knows everything. Mm-hmm. And so while I believe we see plenty of scripture that shows God di- directly interacts with ongoing events, we know mm-hmm. he's not a passive God that does nothing. True. Um, but we know also that he has ordained them. Mm-hmm. Um, so his reaction to anything is never going to be mm-hmm. human-like, mm-hmm. which is finite or mm-hmm. um, impassioned even. Mm-hmm. Um, and to attribute false human qualities to God mm-hmm. would be what I would consider heretical. So we're not going to be wanting to do that today. Right. Um, and so perhaps the word emotion or reactions are not the right words, but they are the ones that you will understand that we have. Right. And you, they, maybe they do not fully grasp the Mm -hmm. concepts. Right. Um, but I will, however, I'll go ahead and say God is God. Yep. His thoughts and ways are higher than our own. Yep. And two of God's attributes are that he is Mm -hmm. immutable. Mm hmm. And mm-hmm. he is imminent. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it means he never changes. Mm-hmm. But also, um, when I think of, <laughs> I could give you a, a direct definition of what imminent means, but I like to put it into a sentence because I feel like it fully grasps, grasps the meaning of the word imminent, um, which is that um, that volcanic explosion is imminent. <laughs> okay. It means it's happening. It doesn't mean when the word imminent doesn't mean far off. Mm-hmm. Um, so those immutable and imminent may seem like characteristics that would sort of contradict each other. Yeah. It seems like you couldn't be unchanging and also simultaneously directly involved in like mm-hmm. there in a moment. Um, But those things are both true of God. (laughs) Right. They are not true of us. So that being said, I just wanted to be very clear with you guys and with myself about uh, if you have, I mean, if you have questions about divine impassibility, you may ask them at our voicemail. (laughs) 
But no, no, um, wait. <laughs> I take those. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. No, you no. may not ask. No. <laughs> you may not say getting into a rhythm and you may not ask you about not, divine impassibility. Do not get in any rhythms. Um, but that is a <laughs> I'm Baptist. But I specifically chose not to use the words divine impassibility because I just <laughs> and then wanted, I went and I just wanted to be clear and not yeah. get into too huge of a yeah. um like systematic theology sure uh conversation we just want the we're a practical application podcast right so if you came here for that other part you came to the wrong place right so i don't want anyone to think that we believe in this conversation that god is far off and he's mm-hmm. so not like humans mm-hmm. that he is unaware of our existence um but I also don't want yeah. to say that um, that he is catching up with us as we go. Right. And neither, that's not true. And the reason I bring this up is because emotions typically mm-hmm. are a reaction yeah. to an event or something, yeah. a word. or And uh, so I just want to be clear about what we believe about God's emotions and his reactions mm-hmm. in a world that he made ordained everything in right and knows everything right and it sounds complicated and that's because god is god and there are some things that you will not um fully grasp grasp the meaning of he's holy yeah so there we go and other (laughs) is that a good yep okay okay that's all i had I'm just kidding. I have plenty of things to say about emotions, well, but most of them are. So Go you, ahead. You asked me a question in the last episode. You were like, what do I do with my emotions when right. I have been sinned against? There is not going to be forgiveness and reconciliation. And now I have to live with the hurt. You well, asked so me I, specifically, right. what do I do with the emotions of right. that? Yeah. And so that's why I wanted to define like because we commonly would say well how does god do this or what mm. does the bible say mm-hmm. um i just i want to be clear that i'm not accusing god of having the same kinds of emotions that we are talking about here but we sh- still need to be going to the word mm-hmm. to determine how we experience emotions which emotions we are mm-hmm. controlled over which emotions we should allow to flow freely yeah you mentioned joy mm-hmm. um So, yeah, I don't want to, I definitely am not, you will never find me painting uh, the story as all emotions are bad. Yeah. I just wanted to be clear about what we mean by the words. Yeah. By the word emotion. Yeah. Um, So not all emotions, emotions are not specifically a human thing. Mm -hmm. um, And so they are not inherently sinful. Right. But... They can be very faithful and they can God be very sinful. God dwelled in love and perfect unity, right. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit before time began. Right. Um, we love because he first loved us. Yeah. These are all good things. And some people, uh, is theologize a word? It is now. They theologize the crap out of things to the point where they make God, he's like so far we know that we're made in his image Mm -hmm. and we know that we are trying to be like his son who was human, of course, Mm -hmm. but then he gave us is human. Yeah. And he, he Mm -hmm. 
the Bible is his will for us. Mm -hmm. So I think to try to distance God too much Mm -hmm. from emotions in general, Mm -hmm. even rightly ordered perfect emotions Mm -hmm. is a, a mistake. Oh, yeah. I mean, the answer to the question you asked me last week is that you trust God with it. Right. Uh, you trust God with all of your hurts. The The answer, the question isn't when people are like, well, if I don't therapeutically, quote unquote, forgive. And remember, I believe that therapeutic forgiveness is not actual forgiveness. Right. If I don't therapeutically release this person of their debt against me, then how do I deal with my hurt feelings? In a sentence, you trust God. Because what you're actually asking is, when do I get justice? That's what you're actually asking. What you're asking is, how do I live when justice has not occurred because you're made in the image of God, one of your strongest desires is for justice and it always will be. The thing is, is that you need to have a correct biblical view of yourself, God and justice. And ultimately because I'm a Christian, I believe that all justice will be served. If not in this life, then in the next. So any sin that's occurred against me that hasn't been repented of, by the guilty party and we haven't reconciled, I actually have hope that that will be dealt with in the next life. Right. There is no... Is it because God has an emotional reaction to sin? No, it's because God... I trust God. Right. It's because God has promised me that he will repay. Right. And I don't need... I don't, I do not need to be repaid. I don't need it. Uh, I, I don't, I mean, my goodness, <laughs> Jesus, uh, you know, he, he paid for all of my sins and he certainly didn't have to. And if I have to bear the burden of a sin done against me for a couple more years, fine. Like, honestly, in the grand scheme of things, what is it? And I understand, you know, if I think of a sin that's happened against me that has not been dealt with because the guilty party is not sorry and not repentant, you know, if I thought of that situation and you asked me in the moment when it happened, could I be as emotionless about it in this moment as I am now? Maybe, maybe not. But the Lord is sanctifying me more and more to where I am able to deal with offense in a way that I don't need right in this moment immediate justice. And, you know, as a human being, you shouldn't go around expecting that everyone just always never do you any harm. That's not. (laughs) Or there's never any emotional toil. Yeah. And that's not. Yeah, that's never. That was never the promise. No, that was never. That's n- that's never been the uh, the mark of a holy person. Well, and here's here's the reality: is that God does not always deliver you from your tormentors. <laughs> and you know, for some of you moms, you're thinking of it as your kids. You know, I know that. I know that there are days where all you see is all the ways in which your small children are sitting against you, mm-hmm. and they don't even care. Um. 
I know that I know that you're doing that because I think most of us have done that. And it is something to be repented of, by the way. Right. Uh, you don't get to go around living your life waiting for everyone to be sorry to you and repentant to you. Ultimately, all sin is done against God. And that should be what we're concerned about because we love people and we love their souls, even if they're not perfectly loving us. We should care. So your answer, in a nutshell, what should your emotions look like? What should your emotional life look like when Mm -hmm. reconciliation isn't coming, when repentance isn't coming? Your emotions should look controlled. Controlled. And it should look, you know, Psalm 23, he prepares a table for me in the presence of my enemies. You might be living day after day with somebody who is your enemy. And that is a hard truth to swallow. And what is the psalmist trusting in that? That he is preparing a table for him. That he is still, that God has not forgotten him in the presence of his enemies. It's not like you threw me to the presence of my enemies and ran away. It's you prepared a table for me. You fed me. You are taking care of my needs. Even though I'm standing in the presence of my enemies. Like you are with me. You are mindful of me. And that is something that, that is, whoa, you want to rest? sit down at the table that the Lord has prepared for you in the presence of your enemies. You might be living with the person that causes you the most pain. I know this. And the fact of the matter is, is that if you are not content and trusting in God to take care of you and for him, for him to be the one that ultimately brings justice, then Mm -hmm. yeah, you are going to be very bitter and angry. That's all there is to it. I really think contentment is the answer for so many ills in the Christian life and that we don't want. Right. We don't want it to be the answer. Right. We don't want trust in the Lord to be the answer because honestly, we think we think that's too simple. What we really mean is that's too hard. Right. I'm not doing that. I'm not willing to do it. There has to be something else. I'm engaging in. There has to be something else for me to do. There's not. Right. Sit down at the table that God has prepared for you in the presence of your enemies. And trust that he brings vengeance. There's nothing else for you to do. And so much of the Christian life is being willing to lay content underneath God's hand wherever he has you. And the thing is, is that when you're actually willing to engage in that discipline, there is so much joy there. There's so much freedom there because you can't escape anyway. P.S. You're not the sovereign. Right. And just remembering that is something that will absolutely change you. It will absolutely change your emotions. And, you know, there's just that daily practice that we all have to engage in of telling our emotions to shut up. Right. You need to realize when your emotions are out of control. Pray for God to take the blinders off of you. Sometimes you might be the most out of out of control emotional person that you know and you don't even know it. Right. Right. Uh, Pray for God to take the blinders off of you so that you can see that. Yeah. And then pray that God would show you and show you how to teach you how to control them. Read the Psalms, you know, get, get in the word. Yeah. I mean, the Psalms, the Psalms describe so often Mm -hmm. they're so, they're so emotional. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not that it's a, the Psalms are Yep. There are evidence that it's it's not a it's not a sin to have an emotional reaction. Um, 
mm-hmm. to an extent. Um, mm-hmm. emo- basically what I'm saying is you will not find in the Psalms that, that emotions are bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but you see, even in a Psalm that starts out horrible and tortured, you see it rightly ordered. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, yep. so a lot of what, a lot of, in terms of dealing with your emotions, it's, would you say it's important to find out what emotions you need to be controlled in? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, shoot. Now I'm forgetting the other thing I was going to say. So what emotions to be controlled in? Um, because well, I guess it just would be the other side of the same coin, which is that what emotions are good and you should be embracing because by, mm-hmm. by practicing contentment, you're, you are practicing the emotion of joy mm-hmm. specifically when you don't want to be. Yeah. Um, and so that, that means that there are things that we need to control mm-hmm. and then there are emotions that we need to encourage. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not necessarily that they're all bad and they're all sinful. Um, mm-hmm. Because some people live that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but some people live as though all their emotions are valid and should be yeah. catered to. All of my beautiful emotions. Don't you love them? Right. <laughs> so in the Psalms, you see people crying out to God and then they order their heart mm-hmm. at the end. Mm-hmm. And they say, praise you. Praise God. Yeah. Um, and so... This is not, we don't, um, we don't need to get, (sighs) how about Psalm 37? There's so, I mean, there's so many, this is exactly, I feel like I've, it's, it's funny because last night actually, sometimes at the end of, um, like family worship, Eric will read a Psalm as our prayer. Mm -hmm. And I was like 37 and it's really long. It's just funny because it's like late and we're all like tired, but I'm like, yes, it starts. It says, fret not yourself because of evildoers. How about that? How about so much of us are so willing to fret Mm -hmm. because of evildoers? Here's an be not envious of wrongdoers for they will soon fade like the grass and wither like the green herb. Here's the answer. I told you this already. It's because I read the Psalms. (laughs) Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and befriend faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord. He will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will act. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. I could have just, what do you do with your emotions? Read Psalm 37. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not yourself over the one who prospers in his way, over the man who carries out evil devices. Refrain from anger, forsake wrath. Fret not yourself. It tends only to evildoers. Here's a promise. For the evildoers shall be cut off, but those who wait for the Lord shall inherit the land. In just a little while, the wicked will be no more. Though you carefully look at his place, he will not be there. So what are you doing when someone has sinned against you and all you can think about is how they're not sorry and you just want the pain to go away? Read read Psalm 37. Stop fretting. You're choosing to fret over this. God has promised to deal with it. Right. This person is going to be, if they are unrepentant ultimately to God, they're going to be completely cut off. 
And, you know, I understand. So then you're like, well, what about when Christians have sinned against me and it's not dealt with? Well, you know what? You be at peace with everyone as far as it's up to you. Sometimes you need to go to that person. Yeah. Sometimes that is. Be like, hey. <laughs> well, and so, hey. but even then, in terms of emotions, there is a certain way that's appropriate to go to someone. Um, mm-hmm. And that's not like if you go. <laughs> If you go to someone <laughs> out of indignance, some are said to, <laughs> um, and you're like, oh, well, and I just can't believe that you would, that you would treat me like that. And I'm so angry with you. And it's like, well, I think somebody just discovered that now they need to ask for forgiveness. They, you've been fretting. The point is, is that our, our, um, I guess we would want to say that our emotions are very impacting. Mm-hmm. And we're called to be faithful. Mm-hmm. So if we know that some emotion, if we know that emotions are impacting and they are real, mm-hmm. then we know that we need to take seriously mm-hmm. unfaithful emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can we think of some? Can you think? I know people are just like, oh yeah, emotions like mad, sad, bad, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, mm-hmm. There are specific things that we mm-hmm. we need to think about and we give ourselves a pass. Mm-hmm. Jealousy. Oh. Man, come on. Jealousy. Envy. Jealousy. Just wondering like, oh, well, I bet this and this if my kids were this and this, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Comparison, man. It'll right. get you. Yeah. And, that, and a lot of us like you know, comparison is the thief of joy. What is comparison really? It's measuring what you have against what other ha- other people have and thinking that justice is that no one will have more than you. Right. That's right. not justice. Right. God's, yes. right. God's, uh, <laughs> God writes, he wrote the book based off of how much he has blessed me and anyone else who he has blessed more than me, he must have just, I don't know, been sleeping that day. <laughs> Um, because I'm a what? beautiful butterfly. <laughs> I deserve the most. I deserve all of the invites to all of the parties but in then, all of the land. Well, so then likewise, <laughs> there if there are unfaithful emotions, there are faithful emotions. Right. And those, like you said, those are the, those are the solution. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, and you say, but I can't, I can't make myself feel anything. I can't make myself because I'm feeling an unfaithful emotion. Mm -hmm. I can't just make myself feel a faithful emotion to solve that problem. That's not true. That's not true. That's a lie. Nope. But I don't feel that way. So how do I know that? Stop lying. (laughs) That's what I tell my kids. I'm like, stop lying to yourself. Stop lying to yourself. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, maybe this isn't the, no, it is the best way. This is how I deal with children who are afraid of the dark. Okay. Now, what do you, here's what I ask. What, what are you afraid of that's in the dark? And they'll say, I don't know, a ghost. There's a ghost. There's, Crocodiles there's, under a, my bed. there's a crocodile. There's a dinosaur. That's what I was afraid of in first grade. I watched too much Jurassic Park. I was afraid of sharks in the pool. Sharks in the pool. They were going to get me if I closed my eyes for too long. Anyway. Well, especially like when the sun was going down and the yeah. shadow in the pool started yeah. kind of creeping. 100. They can't live in a super brightly lit pool, but no. when the shadow comes, then I they know. materialize in the you pool. You also came up gasping for air, like <laughs> looking around because yeah. I did that all the time. Mm-hmm. Here's what I tell my kids. I'm like, they're like, well, there's... You know, there's a there's a dinosaur in the hallway when I close when I turn the lights up. And I'm like, that's a lie. Right. That is a lie. The reason that you're afraid is that you're choosing to believe something that isn't true. 
Right. And so that's why even if you show a kid, if they're like, there's a the Borg or the Klingon or in my closet or whatever, mm-hmm. and you show them what's in the closet and right. there's no Klingon in there, there's nothing in there. Why are they still going to get scared when you turn the light out? Because they're believing the lie that something is there that isn't. And so a lot of times our emotions are us choosing to believe a right. lie. It's letting that fear take root. You're letting it. Because You're you can experience it. fear and then you can go, I know that actually it's not possible for a shark to live in this pool. Right. And I believe that your emotions might be out of control. And the answer, if right. you if you are like, I cannot control my emotions, it's because you've never practiced. Right. That's like saying, I can't play piano. Well, did you ever practice? Right. Like. Did you have a teacher? Did you learn how to read the book? Do you know what the notes are? Like emotional control is a discipline right. that you have to practice and learn. And I understand if you're like, it's out, of, it's, it, if it's out of control, it's only because you haven't done the work to get it under control Right. and practice. And you know what? Y- you might be 35 and you might look like a first grader playing piano for the first time. Well, fine. If you mm-hmm. want to look that way forever, don't keep doing it. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, right. if if you want this to change, the day to start was 10 years ago. But if you don't start now, where could you be in 10 years is the question. So it's like, if I'm unpracticed in this, I realize sometimes you might feel like a fish out of water. But eventually, like, you ha- it, it's something that takes work. And if you, when you don't have, you're like, well, I don't have the emotional strength. I, how about I just can't? Well, great. This is the time to rely on God's strength. Mm-hmm. This is the time to look to God. Um, and I'm not saying look to God after you, all your strength is gone. I'm saying he was your strength in the first place right. and you just weren't acknowledging it. Yeah. But it's a lie that you can't control your emotions. Like right. that, it, it's believing something that's not true. And a lot of times the emotions that you're choosing to believe are a lie. Right. Like it's not true that there's Klingon in your closet. It's not true that you have to be insanely angry. It's not true that you just can't get over it. That's not true. Right. You've chosen to believe that it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, and that lie has poisoned you and it has kept you from growing right. in emotional it's control like weakened you ultimately when we say emotional control what we mean is self-control right like and that is a fruit of the spirit so if you're in the spirit you can trust that the lord if you are looking to the lord and you are practicing the fruits of the spirit this will be a fruit that you will bear it, it, you will bear this fruit right because it's from the lord right and because it's from his spirit. Mm-hmm. And if you have his spirit, eventually. Well, and you will bear it because we live in a sinful fallen world. Mm-hmm. So you will be hurt and you will be grieved. And yeah, like I said, there are rightly ordered emotions and then there are not. Right. And that has something to do with what we talked about two episodes ago when we talked about how, mm-hmm. Jesus affects your life today. Like, okay, so is it real and tangible? So you will Mm -hmm. experience hardship. Yeah. You may not have experienced it. You may be one of those people that when people hear your life story, they're like, Mm -hmm. man, how have you made it? (laughs) Because some, I laugh, but there are people that have this story. There are people that have been through life altering after life Mm -hmm. altering Mm -hmm tragedy um and Mm -hmm. your faith will be be real (laughs) 
your faith, mm-hmm. that is the moment where you say, mm-hmm. my faith is real or yeah. my faith is a lie. I don't believe what I know right. about God mm-hmm. or I do believe what I know about God. I mean, that is the practice that that is when you encounter something difficult, that is when you will discover if you are willing to live in accordance with what you say right. you believe. Yep. And you need to practice emotional control, not when you think you're ready and when you think you have all the strength, but particularly when you don't feel ready right. and you don't feel you have the strength because guess what? It never came from you anyway. Right. You are not called to live according to the flesh. I know that the flesh is very weak. <laughs> I have some. <laughs> I have some flesh. A little extra these days yeah. that I don't want to have. <laughs> Me too. But the point is... Is that ultimately beautiful emotions, emotions that are God honoring and faithful, they're going to come from him anyway, and he will produce them in you. And honestly, suffering and grief are some of the best things that have ever happened to me spiritually. So don't like stop looking for ways to not feel pain. Right. That's all that grief is. Grief happens Mm -hmm. because God made the world. Yep. Mm-hmm. Grief happens because mm-hmm. um, that thing was wrong. It was wrong for real. Right. Yes. Or it was sad for real. Mm-hmm. Yep. It so was really sad. Rightly or- Rightly ordered emotions reflect glory to God. Mm-hmm. They glorify God. Mm-hmm. Unfaithful emotions do not. Do not. Mm-hmm. And I would say, especially for people, and this tends to be women, <laughs> tends that to be. have this like inner monologue going all day long. Uh huh. I feel like I say I feel like as we talk about emotions, mm-hmm. but um, I think a lot of what we deal with day in and day out is how we feel about things, and that's not just for women. I think. M- you know, pretty much always we are looking at our situation and we are making judgments or discernments mm-hmm. about how we feel, what that really is. Yep. Do I want to do this? Um, and so a lot of what we do every day is emote. Uh-huh. And so it is very important that mm-hmm. you know um, which emotions are faithful and which ones are unfaithful mm-hmm. and that we are faithful emoters. Yeah. And just, like, remember that typically women, like, we determine the pulse and the mood of the room. The room and the house. And uh, that is... The church many times. And the church many times. And it is a high calling to to determine that direction. And I really think that we underestimate the power that we wield in that. And I can guarantee you that your children feel it and your husband feels it and your coworkers feel it. And it is a great duty. And what a fun, what a fun duty to have to help set the emotional mood and tone of your house. Like what a power and a fun, like there's so much good. And by extension, the faithfulness of your house. Mm hmm. It impacts so many things. And I, um, you can be what I was talking on Monday night at, we read 
Titus in the Bible reading challenge okay. recently. And so I had the ladies over and, you know, obviously when you come to Titus 2 and talking about the duties of the older women to the younger women, oh, yeah, um, so much fun stuff happens there. But one of the big ones is I really, I really want to become, I, I don't want to get old and forget because I think this happens sometimes with you older ladies. I think you forget how much impact your words have on the younger generation, uh, and I say this uh, from personal experience. One of the most painful things that's ever been said to me was an older lady in the church, and she has no idea who she is or what it was. <laughs> I promise you, she has no clue. She, but she has no clue because she severely underestimated the power that her words right. had over me as an older woman in the church. And so you have a very high calling as an older woman in the church. Your words impact the younger generation what you say will influence them for a very long time one day I'll forget what she said but it's been 10 years and I'm not even close and it was the most painful thing and it was strictly because of her position over me as an older lady Mm -hmm. in the church that I looked up to and you have to know that your words have an impact even if you think they don't even if you're like Ah, the kids these days, they don't care about us old folks. They no, don't care. You, no. you might think there's a job no. that you want in <laughs> your old age, uh, as you get older, I should say, mm-hmm. in the church. You mm-hmm. may think there's a job you want, but you've been given a job. You've so been given a job and use it for the good of the kingdom. We are listening. And I'm I'm the younger woman to some people and I'm the older woman right. to some people and in the faith. And that's just a fact. And you well, need this to is an area it. where we, we need a lot of instruction mm-hmm. because this is a daily thing. It is a daily struggle. So you need lots of instruction, lots of renewal when it comes to um, controlling and rightly ordering your emotions. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And we, we will all need reminders. Mm-hmm. Uh and we will, and we will all need to be met, and mm-hmm. our in our emotions. We'll need I don't, grace and forgiveness, right. for them. Yeah, I, I don't recommend. <laughs> I don't re- recommend meeting someone where we're at in unfaithful emotions. But no. there are going to be moments where we will need to be able, yeah, to meet other people uh-huh. where they're at. And sometimes you have to forgive people for their emotions too. Right, and you need to be willing and ready to do that. Uh. And that's not always easy either. But all that I hope I hope this is encouraging. Like I hope it it's another way to think about self control is not just your body or your behavior, but your internal dialogue yeah. and your emotions and how you how you are deciding to feel. Because you know what, ladies, you decide how you feel. You do. And get those things under control. I don't remember. Somebody was told me it was like, you know, your horse went out to pasture and you need to bring it back in or something. Like, I don't remember who I was talking to. It might have been one of my grandmas or something. It was like, when your emotional horse gets out to pasture, you just got to get on that horse and bring it back in. <laughs> something really wise and simple, an old lady like that, that has just stuck with me forever. I'm mm. like, bring your horse back in. Right. I'm like, you're supposed to, I ha- you know, God says... Here's this pasture for you to run free in. Feel the joy. Feel mm-hmm. the, you know. And you know what? Sometimes feel the sorrow. Right. But don't let your horse out of the faithful, believing pasture. 
you know, like keep your horse in where it belongs. There's all kinds of unbelieving emotions that we shouldn't be indulging and running around in. And you need to bring that horse back. And it might feel like you're trying to break a horse. It might be that difficult. Right. It might be that strenuous, yep. but it's a good work to do. Ephesians 2.10. That's a good work. Yeah, that's true. To do. The end. I mean, this is just a topic <laughs> that we're going to keep addressing over every once over. in a while. Until all of you have perfect emotions. <laughs> There's not enough to say. <laughs> so forever. Forever. Until we ever. are the older ladies. Yeah. To we're all. S- <laughs> we're somebody's. Isn't that a weird thought? I'm somebody's older lady. This is a weird thought. Anyway. Well, yeah. Well, and isn't it nice that God gave women, other women, yes. to care for them yeah. in that way? Mm-hmm. Abs- absolutely. That was, ve- that was very, very kind so yeah he didn't have to do that he didn't have to do it all right well that's it for this week Mm -hmm. yeah you can leave us a voicemail tell us about all of your emotions four seven no is that the right number yes four seven oh four six well i was gonna say it depends on if you don't want to hear about people's emotions maybe give them the wrong number but (laughs) you guys have been given your homework four seven oh four six five zero four seven five you can support us at patreon.com slash sheologians, and we will see you all next week. See ya. Yeah.